they always bless us, don't they? So, amen. <laughs> Shh. It's coming. Jesus said, it's coming. And if you listen closely, you might hear it off in the distance or it might be very near you. But make make no mistake about it. It's coming, and you'll know it when it arrives. I mean, it might come in the form of a phone call in the middle of the night that changes your life forever. It might be a sobering talk with your boss, and you realize partway through that you're out. It might be a conversation with a school counselor as they're kind of tapping on your child's file. I mean, it might be an uneasy look from the doctor, and he says, this is not good. It might be a heartbreaking conversation with your spouse, and they say, hey, I'm out of here. I'm done. It might be some distant memory of some ghastly deed. I don't know what it is, and I don't know when it will come, but Jesus says it's coming. He says these words. He says, in the world, you will have what? It's coming. It is not a respecter of age, race, net worth. It's not even a respecter of spiritual obedience in life. In this life, you will have troubles. You will experience hardships. You will have losses. You'll deal with pressure, tragedy, heartbreak, betrayal. And when it comes, I mean, the the reaction's predictable. It usually begins with shock, utter disbelief. I I can't believe this is happening to me. This, This isn't fair. Why me? But then that shock will give way to blaming. It's an attempt to kind of deflect. You know, this this can't be my fault. And then we start looking for a target, don't we? My boss, my spouse, my parents, the government. And if we can't find a, a human personality to kind of fixate on, well, we target God. I mean, who's always kind of the fallback in things? After that, that shocking and blaming, most people tend to withdraw from everything. They, they find a, a dark, lonely place and kind of hide out and usually give way to self-pity, even anger. I mean, we want somebody to pay for what's happened. You know, we want somebody else to hurt as much as we're hurting And sometimes that leads to a bitterness, even shame sometimes. But there is a point usually where most realize, and they go, this isn't helping. I'm hurting myself. I'm hurting the people around me that I love. But if you're not careful, it can get really toxic. It can lead to depression, defeat, You know, why bother? Why go on? You know, depression right now is rampant in our country. 
You know, they estimate 32 million people suffer from depression. And just to give you perspective, that's one in 10 people in the U.S. And that number keeps climbing rapidly. You know, some who are listening right now, you're kind of cold and analytic kind of mindset. And for others, this is getting really personal because you know all too well that that spirit of defeat in life, despair, that struggle. You know, in fact, sometimes in that moment of quiet introspection, you're like, I can't, I can't believe my life's been reduced to this. You always imagined that things would be different, but the fact is you assess everything and you go, well, that's where I am now. And you may be going, well, what's the options here? You know, will you give in? Will you give in and kind of free fall into that abyss of despair, defeat, be overcome? You know, some, some people uh, I'll watch, they kind of grit their teeth, you know, and they plot ahead and simply endure life. Others escape, you know, a little more liquor, a little more prescription drugs, some other diversion in life. You know, some, they throw themselves into this frenzy of activity and they're pursuing and achieving and purchasing and getting and doing. I mean, what do you do when the trouble comes? What do you do when you get pushed to the brink of despair? I mean, what do you do when you face that moment in your life? You know, Jesus said, in the world you'll have troubles and suffering, but take courage. I've conquered the world. And Jesus says, I, I've conquered the adversity of this world. And he's telling us that if he can do it, we can with his help. It's about living a different way. And if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to remind you that no matter what life throws at you, no matter how badly you're treated in this world, no matter how close to the edge you are pressed, with the power of Jesus Christ that's in you, it's working, and you can fend off that spirit of defeat. You can adopt an attitude and become a conqueror in your life, an overcomer in life. You know, we're in this series, Amen, and we've said, Amen, it's a little bitty word, but it's said to a big God. I mean, Amen, it means so be it. It's a declaration because you understand God's with you, that you know God is faithful and God is good, and so you can say, Amen, because you realize that God's bigger than whatever it is you're facing. That area of your life where you doubt that God's big enough, you'll struggle with fear in your life. And Jesus says, take courage. There's hope. There is a power that I can give you to sustain you. You can overcome. And I wish we could go around and I could just take a mic around and have people share, you know, stuff that they're going through in life, you know, that we could just get honest with one another. 
you know, here's what I'm struggling with. This, this is where it's really difficult for me right now. This is what has me on the brink of, of defeat in my life. Because if, if we could do that, many of you would just be astonished at what some people are facing right now. But we fool each other. I mean, how we look, how we walk, how we hide stuff, we're really good at it. But the fact is, there are many people here that are dealing with some really difficult stuff. Jesus says, no matter how hard it gets, no matter how intimidating, he says, take courage. I've overcome the world. There's a way through this. I can help you get through. You can overcome. So when the troubles come, and they will, how do you take courage? I mean, how do you resist defeat and overcome whatever it is? You know, when real adversity, okay, I'm not talking about, oh, my phone went dead, you know, kids are whiny or whatever. But when real adversity hits and causes that spiritual vertigo to get off balance, what do you do? Well, one of the things, you've got to be clear about what you believe. You've got to live with your eyes wide open to the truth of God's word. You know, the fact is God allows a certain amount of adversity to kind of come our way in life. But God is not the author of evil, all right? I mean, people blame God all the time for things that happen, happen to them. But scripture is absolutely clear who's the author of evil. And who's the author of life and grace and the good things? Jesus, one day, he was kind of uh, assessing people, and he perceived that people were getting a little fuzzy on this one. And he says this. He says, the thief, he's talking about Satan, the devil. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. When adversity comes, you got to live with your eyes wide open. you got to be clear about what you believe. You know, last week we talked about that groaning in us. When you groan, you, you groan because you're looking at the world and you know there's something. There's something wrong in this world. It's broken. You know, when, when you catch another, uh, you know, that breaking news alert on your phone, another shooting, another sex trafficking group that's been arrested, uh, another war, uh, another situation uh, where people have just showed their hatred and oppression, their greed, their abuse. You know, when, when somebody slanders you, takes a shot at you, you're mistreated or, or you're hurt, Live with your eyes wide open. Be clear about what you understand about this world. Remember the evil one. He's alive. And he's working in our world. He's the author of the evil stuff. You know, somebody uh, uh, shows you a little bit of grace in your life. 
forgiveness. You know, somebody uh, reaches out and they they serve you in some way. You know, when they they give you a second chance, they, they sacrifice for you, or someone gives you a word of encouragement, or they bless you in some way, or maybe something happens in your life and you're blessed. Remember who's behind that. All good things, all good things, they come from God. You've got to live with your eyes wide open. Be clear about who's the author of what in this world. And there's another truth that you've got to kind of download into your life, and that is when the adversity comes, and it will, God will strengthen you in that. You can overcome whatever it is. You can conquer it. There's a way through. Isaiah writes this, Israel, the Lord your God created you, says, Do not be afraid, I will save you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the deep waters, I'll be with you. Your troubles will not overwhelm you. When you pass through the fires, you will not be burned. The hard trials that come will not hurt you, for I am the Lord your God, the holy God of Israel who saves you. When you face that challenge... You've got to know that you can not only just endure whatever it is you're facing, but you can overcome with God's help, God's strength. Friends, if you don't don't believe that, you go, why try? Why bother? You give up. The, The temptation is just to lie down in life. You know, I will fight like a wounded animal, to hang on to that one truth in my life. Because it will determine whether or not I can go the distance in this world. You know, it's the difference between being defeated and having that mentality that I'm just beaten and being an overcomer. You've got to maintain clarity on what you believe is true. Jesus says this, says, my dear children, you belong to God and have defeated them. And by them, he's talking about the evil in this world, the oppressive systems in this world, the powers, the the things of this world that are not good. Because God's spirit who is in you is greater than the devil who's in the world. See, again, eyes wide open clear about what you believe you can overcome why because the one that's in you the one that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is greater than the one that's in this world and the powers of this world you know that that truth it would lead Paul to to write these great words I can do all things all things all things through Christ because he strengthens me gives me strength. You know, another truth you've got to hang on to at all costs is God is actually available no matter what the situation is. You know, our our initial response when, when you have something spin out in your life and trouble comes, the tendency is to cry out and go, God, where are you? You know, did you miss this? When the storms come, Most of the time you feel alone in that moment, but the truth is the Lord's close to the brokenhearted. 
He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. You know, no matter how overwhelming something is, God is there in the midst of it. He's listening. He understands what's happening. He's trying to care for you. He's trying to strengthen you to get you through. I mean, God promises. He says, I'll never forsake you. You know, I'll never leave you. I'll I'll always be there. And friends, knowing that truth makes the difference between caving in and having courage in your life, between giving up and trusting God with the future. You've got to keep your eyes wide open to the truth of God. You know, it, it takes a lot of discipline mentally. You have to be tenacious in your faith that, and believe that God can see you through whatever it is you're going through. And there's one more truth that you've got to hang on to. And this, this one's a hard one, I think. God is committed to bringing something good out of your situation. Okay, I didn't say it's a good situation, but God's committed to bringing something good out of that situation. And I would challenge you not to miss what God has for you. You know, Romans, Paul writes, he says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes for them. This is a tough one, isn't it? Especially when the situation gets really ugly, when the, when the heartbreak is, is great. You know, in that, in that moment, it's hard to imagine anything redemptive coming out of it. But friends, I can tell you everything that I've ever faced in my life, no matter how awful it was, and some of the things were, every trouble, every problem, every hurt, every pain that I've had, God has used it. He didn't waste it. He's used it to bring something good out of it. And I know some of you are facing some really ugly things in your life. I mean, some of you are are taking a beating, you know, financially or vocationally or relationally or maybe physically in your life or emotionally in your life. And I know right now it's hard to imagine that anything good could come out of it. But you have a choice to make. Christ followers, do you believe God is capable of bringing something good out of it? I mean, do you? I mean, the fact is, this is living with your eyes wide open. And so I wonder, what are you fuzzy about today? I mean, some of you are fuzzy about who's the author of good and who's the author of evil, you know? Some of you are are a little bit fuzzy about how much adversity that you can actually handle in your life. Some of you are not sure you can overcome the situation, even with God's help. You know, some of you, you're not sure God's even available to you today. And some of you are not sure that God could bring anything good, anything redemptive, out of your situation. Friends, God can. God can be trusted. God can get you through. God's word is absolutely 100% true. But you've got to live eyes wide open. 
Be very, very clear about what you believe, what you know to be true. And in those moments, you got to grieve. You have to grieve. You know, but sometimes I, I think that spirit of despair, defeat, I think it creeps in because we never learned to let go. And we never learned to let go of like unrealistic expectations. Never learned to, to just square up and face that there's evil in this world. This world's broken. You know, we never learned to grieve so that you can get past it. Never learn that, that when you feel sad and lonely and broken, you never learn to talk to God about it. And in that moment, friends, you have to sob and you have to cry and you have to go until the tears run dry. And then at some point, you've got to get up and start moving forward. I believe it's really easy to lose sight of the fact that there is a tomorrow and there's a good God that rules over it. I mean, it's easy to lose that sight that there's a day coming when there will be no more sadness, you know, no more darkness, no more pain, no more tears. You know, Cindy and I, uh, we have a niece, and uh, several years ago, her 16-year-old daughter was killed in a car accident the day she got her license. A couple years later, her 8-year-old son riding a minibike, and he's killed. I remember talking to her not long after that. You know, she was back at work. She's taking care of the family. Trying, trying to move forward in things. She's serving in the church, going on mission trips. And I, I just said to her, I said, how do you deal with it? And I remember her saying to me, she said, Damon, I cried and cried and cried till there was nothing left. And she says, I'm holding on to the truth of Psalms 23. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. She says, it's the only reason I get out of bed. I'm trusting God. And I know someday I'm going to live in his house forever. This is not the end. Friends, she was. I mean, she is an overcomer. Amazing courage. You have got to learn to grieve whatever it is that you need to grieve And some of you, you have grieved. There are no more tears. But the issue is you're not getting up and moving forward. Some of you have cried enough and grieved enough. It's time to get up. There is a tomorrow. There is a life to be lived. There is a good, amazing God who rules over tomorrow. You know, God's got a plan for your life, a good plan. There comes a point you just have to say enough's enough. And you got to walk in, step into tomorrow. You know, move forward in faith. Move in the direction of hope in your life. 
you got to get up and get on with life because you don't want to miss what God has for you in the future. You know, in the moment when, when the troubles come, in the midst of the pain and the suffering and the hurt, you've got to learn to lean too. You know, Jesus, he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He's with Peter, James, and John. He's getting ready. They're going to crucify him. He knows it. He's going to die on the cross. Scripture says this. Then he said to them, my soul's overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Jesus is with his three closest friends, Peter, James, and John. He leans on them. He says, pray with me, be with me, help me. And then scripture says, Jesus went off by himself. And he's praying. Now he's leaning on his heavenly father. In that moment, as Jesus was leaning, God's working in it. In the moment when troubles come, and they will, you need somebody flesh and blood somebody to lean on. You need somebody to talk to. And I will tell you, this is a challenge in our, in our world especially because we tend to keep people like this, don't we? You know, it's a challenge for us. You know, most of, most of us hate being vulnerable. We hate telling somebody else, you know, things aren't going very well right now. I'm really struggling here. You know, I've got a, a couple guys, and I can call them anytime. And I do once in a while. And I'll go, do you have a few minutes? I need to talk. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I hate doing it. I prefer to be the strong guy, the one that's on top of the game, But here's what's interesting to me. When I pour myself out, when when I'm vulnerable, you know, when you would think after that that I'd feel kind of diminished, you know, that I would feel weak. That has never been the case. I always feel like the, the load's been lightened. The weight that I'm carrying now is a little easier to carry. And I always feel brighter after I talk to those guys. I feel stronger. And friends, when you take it to God, well, that that just goes to a whole nother level then. You start leaning on God. God God just changes things. He's the game changer. You know, but you got to lean on people. You got to lean on God. You know, in this world, there's going to be trouble, suffering, pain. But take courage. Jesus has overcome the world. And friends, if you're going to be an overcomer, you've got to live eyes wide open. You've got to be clear about the truth of God. You've got to decide what you believe. And you've got to grieve in the moment. But at some point, you just got to get up. Embrace tomorrow. Take a step in tomorrow. And as you're struggling in life, 
You lean on Christian friends that can encourage you and love you and just listen to you. You know, lean on God so you can find the strength to do what you need to do. You will be more resistant to that spirit of defeat that's sweeping our country right now if you learn to do that. Paul says this, but in all these troubles, we have complete what? Wow, that sounded like you were really excited there. We have complete victory through God who's shown his love for us. Here's what I know. God wants us to stand firm. God wants us to take courage in life. God wants us to be a victor in life, not a victim. You know, God wants to fill us with faith and not a spirit of despair and brokenness and hopelessness. You know, God wants us to be overcomers. He wants you to walk out of this place today with hope in your life. Some of you need that hope. You know, the song we listened to just a few moments ago, it's really a prayer if you listen to it. You know, sing, oh, Lord, keep me in the moment. It's painful right now. It hurts. Help me live with my eyes wide open. Why would I do that? Because I do not want you to miss. God, I don't want to miss what you have for me. I know you got something good for me down the road. Make that your prayer today. Let's bow in a word of prayer. Our holy God, give us the strength in that moment, in the midst of the pain, the hurt, the suffering, the frustration. God, help us to stay focused on you. Give us courage, Lord, to see what it is you'd have us see. Give us strength to move through whatever it is we're going through. Give us hope. Lord, I know there are some today, they need that hope. Pray your Holy Spirit would just breathe life into them, that they would see just a glimpse of a better day, better tomorrow that they can get through. God, help us to just stay fixed on you. It's in Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. God's people said, there'd be prayer teams down front. If you need prayer this morning, they'd be glad to pray with you and uh, Just remain seated. I want you to listen to the song again and think about whatever that thing is that you're struggling with. Make it your prayer. Make this your prayer.